I'm Sunny Linarduzzi. Welcome to the Sunny Show podcast for the bright side of being your own boss and building your own life. My definition of being your own boss means showing up for yourself so you can show up for everyone and everything else personally and professionally. So congratulations on showing up, boss. I promise to support you on your journey with every single episode. Let's begin. In this episode, we are going to dive into how to find your niche or niche, depending on where you live. I'm going to say niche, okay? Okay. And start building a big, booming business around it. Here's what I'm going to go over. The simple formula that will help you succeed in any niche, the number one factor to finding a niche that actually pays, why having competition is a great thing, and how to test for success. Please be sure to screenshot this episode and share it out on Instagram and tag me at Sunny Leonard Uzi. Your shares make a big difference. The more we get this content out there, the bigger the audience gets and the more we can create this free content for you. And I really love doing it. So share, share, share. And if you haven't left us a rating or a review on iTunes, please take a moment to do that. The more ratings we have, the more people will be able to find us. And before we dive into the goodness in this episode, I wanted to remind you that this episode is sponsored by our amazing sponsors at Four Sigmatic. Now, if you don't know what Four Sigmatic is, I am obsessed. That's the long and short of it. I'm obsessed with Four Sigmatic. It is a (laughs) mushroom-based drink that benefits your immunity, energy, and longevity and helps you live a healthier and more enhanced life. Now, I have been drinking Four Sigmatic every single day for basically the past year. If you want to try it for yourself, go to foursigmatic.com, F-O-E. U-R-S-I-G-M-A-T-I-C.com slash sunny and use the discount code sunny and you'll get 15% off your order. My personal fave is the chaga. I drink it every morning and it benefits your immunity. And I really love the cacao reishi mix that helps you kind of calm down after a long day. Plus it tastes like hot chocolate without any sugar. So it's totally guilt-free. So if you want to try that out, make sure you head over to foursigmatic.com slash sunny and get your order in and tell me what you think. Okay. This is a question that you've asked me over and over and over again. So I wanted to make sure that I answered it and I answered it in depth. And that's what we're gonna do in this episode. So if you're ready, we're gonna get started with the simple formula that will help you succeed in any niche. It goes a little something like this. Skills plus profit minus passion. Yes, that's right. I said minus passion. And I'll explain why in just a second. This is how it works. I want you to spend 15 minutes, maybe 30 max. After this episode, or you can pause it and come back to the rest of the steps in a second if you wanna do it right now, I want you to write down a master list. And you may have heard me mention this before, but not in this context. I want you to write a list of your skills. What are all the things that you've mastered? If it helps, ask your friends, colleagues, family, past clients, or anyone else who has experienced you flexing your skills, whatever they might be. Don't judge yourself. Don't edit them. Just brain dump all of your skills. And listen, it may not be immediately obvious to you because oftentimes some of our best, most profitable skills are things we actually take for granted. I'll give you me as an example. 
I have been making videos for people my entire life. I made birthday videos for my friends growing up. I made anniversary videos for my parents. I made montages of every single holiday I've ever taken. And I, honest to God, I swear to you, I thought every person on the planet did this. I totally took it for granted. I really just thought everyone made videos in their free time. Apparently, they don't. And so it didn't hit me until way later in my life that, huh, maybe video is something that I should really focus on. Plus, I had already gone to broadcasting school. I loved media. I loved TV. I had done YouTube consulting for other companies, but I never once thought about doing it for myself. So my niche was sitting there staring me straight in the eyes. I just didn't take the time to actually do this exercise. So that's why it's important that you do it early because it's going to help you figure out your profitable niche way faster than I did. So if it's not obvious to you right off the bat, that's okay. That's why you want to ask other people. You just want to write down all of these things without any kind of judgment because you will be able to find it. You will be able to get to the bottom of it. Okay, next, I want you to look at profitability. Is this actually a profitable niche? Meaning, could one of these skills actually become a business? I'm talking a legit service or product that people are actually paying for, not one that just your friends and family are pity paying you for. This is where research comes in. And don't get freaked out by that. Research doesn't have to be this crazy intensive thing right now, but it is really, really important. If you don't do the research and look at the actual data, you're going to be just hoping that this niche or this idea is going to work out. And that's the most painful way to try and start a business. I'm telling you from experience. So step one is search on Google. Not that difficult. You're probably already doing it. Search on Google and type in your niche. And I want you to click on all of the results on page one and look for any paid offerings on the websites that come up that are related to your niche. Start a list on a spreadsheet, or if you want to do it old school and just have a notepad in front of you, do that too. I want you to write down the website. I want you to write down what they're offering. And I want you to write down how much it is. This is also going to come in really handy when you craft your own products. So if you have an offline product or service, I want you to do the same exact thing. But I also want you to add in the phone number and email address for each of the websites that comes up for your niche. And you're going to call each one of them and ask them what their products and services are and how much they charge. You're going to just act as if you're a curious customer. And don't forget to write all of this info into your spreadsheet or on that notepad. Whatever works best for you, but you have to start writing this stuff down because this is your first step in really defining what kind of niche you're going to build a business around. So the second part to this research is going on to Amazon. Just go on to Amazon and type in the same thing. Type in your niche. Type in, let's say it's dating. I want you to go to Amazon and type in dating books, dating courses, dating ebooks, dating videos, whatever it might be. I want you to just type in anything related to dating, dating teaching, dating coaching, dating consulting, and see what comes up. What's for sale? What are people actually buying? How many people have bought it? Because you can see those numbers on Amazon. And what are the price points? If there's books, courses, products, anything for sale, write that down and put down the price point on your notepad or your spreadsheet. Okay. So that's getting through step two of this formula. Basically, when it comes to profit, you just need to prove that people are actually paying for the niche you're interested in and the skill set that you have. So finally, you have skill plus profit minus passion. So let me explain what I mean by this, because you're probably thinking, doesn't it start with passion? Isn't that the most important part? And yes, I am 
all about passion. You need it. But the reason I'm saying minus passion is passion isn't quantifiable. It's not the data or the numbers or the financials that are actually going to help you grow your business, but it is the fuel that will help you stay resilient through the inevitable entrepreneurial roller coaster. Passion is vital. It's 100% a huge part of having a profitable business and being in a solid niche. But I would never, ever, ever, ever in a million years build a business or pick a niche off of just passion alone, which is why this whole formula is super important. Unless you just want it to be a hobby. If you're just in this for a hobby, just go off passion. If you freaking love gardening, just garden. I don't care. If you just want it to be a hobby, cool. But if you want to build a business and actually get paid to do this, you got to go with the whole formula. So you have to identify your skill set and the profitability before passion even becomes part of the equation if you want to make this a business. Let me give you an example. My boyfriend is obsessed with football, like obsessed. He knows way too many stats. He's in a fantasy league. He has the dull noise of the crowd cheering filling our apartment every Sunday, and he takes losses as personally as the quarterback on the field. God love him. He's passionate about football. But is he about to suit up and try out to be the next Tom Brady? And no, because love him, but he definitely lacks the skill to play in the NFL. And he is definitely not profiting or making any money playing football unless it's from winning his fantasy league, which he did last year, by the way, very proud. And I know he'd want me to mention that. So (laughs) I want you to look at your master list of skills, the skills of your niches or niches that you found to be profitable through your research and check each one that you actually have a passion for. Because trust me, you're going to need passion to make this work, promise. But I want you to minus and take off of your list anything that you're not actually passionate about because you can be good at something, but not actually really like it. So that passion does need to be there, but I want you to minus it off of any of the skills and just cross off any of the skills that you don't have a passion for because those are not gonna be sustainable. Now that you've drilled down your niche options, you have to identify the number one factor to finding a niche that pays. The number one factor to identifying a niche that pays, how painful is it? The more painful a problem, the more people will pay. For example, if a pipe bursts in my kitchen, you best believe I will pay whatever I need to pay to fix it stat. You want a pipe bursting kind of a problem. There's a reason why doctors and lawyers get paid well. People need them to fix their problems and they need them to fix them fast. So this is where you do a deep dive on the skills that you identified as profitable and passionate and find out how much the top companies and experts in the world are charging. The amount of money people are willing to spend is in direct correlation to how painful the problem is. And it is also a key factor in how you market your offerings. For me, After following this formula for my own niche, I identified YouTube marketing as my niche. I was good at it, so I had that skill. I had done it myself. People were charging as consultants and agencies, so I had proof of profitability. People were educators in the space and getting paid for courses and all that kind of stuff. And I had a passion for it because of how much it changed my life. But 
It wasn't until I figured out the key pain, which was generating leads and customers, that my business actually skyrocketed. At first, I was marketing myself as helping you build your audience. But everyone wants to build their audience. People who are doing YouTube as a hobby want to build their audience. But business owners and entrepreneurs want leads and customers. And guess what? They also have a budget to make it happen and pay me to help them. They need customers. They need leads in order to sustain their business. That is a pain point that I'm able to profit from. Just building an audience, not so much. And all of this proves one very interesting point. Having competition is your greatest advantage. If you have competitors, you have a proven profitable niche and you have an opportunity to be a fresh, unique and desirable option in amongst the competition. Here are some things to look at to help you outgrow your competitors. What kind of content are they producing? What kind of content is your target audience engaging with most on their platforms? Is there a face attached to the brand? Personal brand is very, very important. And if you can come out of the gates with a personal brand attached to your business or your niche, that could be a huge competitive advantage for you over the competition. What can you do better or differently than your competitors? How can you add more value to your products and services than they currently are. All of those are great prompts to get you started on finding your unfair advantage in amongst your competition. I get excited about it because you may be looking at this as I'm just getting started. It's so competitive. There's so many people out there, but I was in the same boat as you. When I started talking about social media and YouTube, there were millions of people talking about it online. I just figured out how to differentiate myself and find my competitive advantage and I doubled down on it. And it was allowing me to outgrow people who are doing it a lot longer than me, not to sound like I'm egotistical. That's just the reality of the situation. I grew a lot faster than people who were doing longer than me because I really figured out how to find a unique offering and differentiate myself. So that is your best option to grow and build an actual business around your niche, no matter how cluttered or crowded it is. And the more cluttered or crowded it is, the more profitable it probably is because everybody's trying to get a piece of the pie. And there truly is room for everyone, I'm telling you. There's a lot of competitors in my space, but everyone's doing just fine in their businesses. So finally, it's time to test. The best way to approach any niche or any new venture is with a lens of experimentation. Look at everything you do in the beginning as an experiment. Here's my other example about my YouTube channel. When I started making content, I started by accident, truthfully, because I just started making videos for my clients because I didn't have time to go to meetings or get on phone calls with them to answer questions. So I decided to just make a video one day and explain how to use live streaming for their businesses because all of them were asking me at the same time. Sent them the video on YouTube and next thing I knew, I got all these views overnight. My subscriber base started to grow. I was so confused and I realized, wow, this is a huge opportunity. So I just started experimenting and my whole mentality, I remember saying to myself when my first video went out and it took off, I thought, I wonder what would happen if I did this every week, once a week for a year. And I just looked at it through that lens. I thought if it doesn't work in a year, no big deal. And if it does, I wonder what could happen. And the next thing I knew, everything exploded in my business in the most amazing way. And I was asked to speak all over the world. I built my team. We built our revenue to multiple seven figures. 
So I approached it from a place of experimentation instead of having expectations of what I wanted to do. Because if I went in with hard expectations, I don't know if I would have continued because you just don't know what's going to come up until you start trying, testing, experimenting, and truthfully testing for success. You just don't know what will work until you start putting it out there. So you can test through things like free content, like what I did. And I figured out by putting out content every week what people were actually resonating with and also what people actually wanted to know from me. And they were telling me that YouTube was the number one topic, even though I was making videos on Instagram and Twitter and all these other topics around social media, people were resonating most and demanding most YouTube content. So I just started talking about YouTube marketing. I started talking about YouTube as a platform. I started talking about the algorithm. I started diving into that one space because I knew that's what my audience wanted. So I tested it through free content first, putting out a whole bunch of videos on a whole bunch of different topics and figuring out what people wanted. You can test by doing pre-sales of a product you're building to gain capital that you can then reinvest back in the business. You can test with a beta group of users. There are millions of ways to test and it's dependent on your niche and the products and services that you're offering, but testing will set you up for the long-term success you're looking for so you can identify early what your customers actually want because there is no bigger mistake than thinking you know what they want. I actually created an entire product without testing the idea or asking my community, and it took me months and months and cost me so much time, energy, and resources, and it ended up flopping, all because I didn't take the time to listen and test. So those are the four simple steps to finding your niche, and I've put together a downloadable checklist to help you nail it. I want you to nail your niche. I'm super excited to hear what comes out of this for you. I want you to send me pictures of your spreadsheets or your notepads. Tell me what you're coming up with. Don't judge yourself. You can send it to me privately. I don't even need to share it, but I just wanna see what you're up to. And if you do want to share this episode out, if you found it valuable, if you know this could help someone you know, please share it. The more you share it, the more it builds our audience and allows us to continue making this great free content for you, which I love to do. I love to serve you. I love to help. And I'm so excited for the future of your business. Thank you so much for listening. Tag me on Instagram at SunnyLeonardUzzi when you do share this episode out. And I'm so excited to see your feedback. I will talk to you in the next episode. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe, rate, and review this podcast and share it with your fellow bosses. Congratulations on showing up for yourself today. Thank you so much for listening, and I'll talk to you in the next episode.